Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Ah, yes, yes, yes. A good Tuesday morning to one and all. It is Taz of the Moose with you right here on CBS Sports Radio. As we come to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios, millions of Americans finance the home of their dreams with their help. They can help you too. Rocket Mortgage. Push button, get mortgage. Mike, Pete, the silent assassins across the way, uh, they're at the controls. Bogish with your updates, and he's filling in for Taz as he, uh, we take you right up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, the next three hours right here on CBS Sports Radio. What's going on, Bogish? How you doing, bud? Moose, it is good to see you. Good to see you as well, my buddy. How this are you? happening. All right. Yeah, first of three straight days filling in for Taz mm-hmm. after his sick day on Friday. So you're seeing almost too much of me. I know. One I might know. argue. I'm seeing you, more of you than I'm seeing of my wife. Which yeah, is but that's true of almost everybody. That is true. You're right about that. That's the old line that keeps on ticking uh, there, Bogish. But we got a lot to get into. Jim Leland's going to join us a little later on the program. And, you know, last night, uh, LeBron James, the king, uh, the best player in the world, uh, some would argue maybe the best player the NBA has ever seen, uh, decided after a little bit of time here and back stateside to uh, chime in on everything that transpired with Daryl Morey uh, and China and uh, the Hong Kong protests. So uh, before we react uh, to what LeBron had to say, which lit up social media last night right around uh, 9 o'clock Eastern time, take a listen to the King yesterday uh, wearing that Laker practice jersey addressing the media. Take a listen. Um sit back and learn from the situation that happened. Uh, understand that what you could tweet or could say, um, and we always talk, we, we all talk about this freedom of speech. Yes, we all do have freedom of speech, but at times there are ramifications for the negative that can happen um, when you're not thinking about others and only or you're only thinking about yourself. So um, I don't believe, um, I don't want to get into a, a, word, a, a word or sentence uh, feud with Daryl, um, but Daryl uh, Morey, but I believe he wasn't educated on, on, on the situation at hand. And, um, and he spoke. And uh, so many people uh, could have been harmed, um, not only financially, but physically, emotionally, spiritually. Um, so just be careful what we, what we tweet and we say and what we do, even though, yes, we do have freedom of speech, but there can be um, a lot of negative that comes with that, too. Last question, please. Yeah, last question. <laughs> last fact, question, please. No more questions. That's my belief. I don't know. That's my belief. Um, um, that's all I can say. I, I believe he was either misinformed or not really educated on the situation. Um, and if he was, um, then then so be it. Um, what? But I have no idea. But that's just my belief. Um, um, because just when you um, when you say things or do things, um, if you're doing it. Um, and you know the people that can be affected by it um, and, and the, the families and the individuals and everyone that can be affected by it. Sometimes things can be, um, um, can be changed as well. And also sometimes uh, social media is not always the, the proper way to go about things as well. Um, so, um, but that's just my belief. Well, I mean, listen, uh, there's a lot to unpack with what LeBron had to say. Uh, number one is, 
is that if I were part of his uh, PR team, and I'm not, uh, the next time I get asked about anything dealing with Hong Kong and China, I would basically say no comment. Uh, That's number one. Number two is then he tried to clarify it after those comments with, you know, Mark Mark Spears and others, uh, and he even sent out tweets too, uh, basically saying that, when he said that, uh, you know, Daryl Morey was uneducated or misinformed or what have you, it had to do with the timing of his tweets um, and his comments, the fact that guys and teams were going over to China to play uh, as they were in the air, and he sent uh, decided to send out those tweets. Listen, I mean, the idea that LeBron James, who wants to be more than an athlete, which is fine, and wants to bring about change and affect people's lives in the positive fashion and, you know, building a school and, 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 and doing all this, uh, all great, all fantastic. And I give out, I mean, athletes that go in the community that decide to have, uh, you know, be an influential, you know, individual and personality and bring about change and, you know, in a positive direction, I'm all for it. I mean, I'm all for it. I mean, I, you know, that, that's awesome. That's fantastic. But I have a hard time listening to LeBron James, who wants to do that stateside. And then because, you know, the NBA's business relationship with China is bothered by Daryl Morey's tweet in support of the protest in Hong Kong, which are also, even though they, the protests have gotten violent and authorities are firing rubber bullets into crowds, even though that, you know, that's supposed to be about a positive change for the people as well. You're talking about the extradition of political prisoners, you know, from Hong Kong over to China, to mainland China and the like. I mean, you know, they're talking about democracy. They're singing the national anthem during these protests. I mean, you look at the very fact is, is that LeBron James, for a guy as informed as he is and as good of a businessman as he is, for him to say what he said last night was alarmingly stupid. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's also what's amazing to me about it is the amount of people. I mean, these guys and LeBron in particular, but they're so polished uh, and almost everything they say out loud in public has been put through the wash of PR people and image consultants and agents like, you know, they've had time to have meetings about this. This is not catching LeBron off guard in a moment of weakness or, you know, super honesty or whatever, where he got himself in trouble. They've had days to craft his official response to this. A week. And that's what they ended up with. That's where they landed. Now, I will I will say this, and if you, you're, you're, I'm sure you're going to yell at me for defending him and them and all of them. I just want to say this before we continue and rightfully sort of crush him for the next three hours. I wanted to hear from one of these guys who was on the ground in China through all of this, right? We've been waiting to, for them to come back to the States to be able to talk about this. I understand and I anticipated them being angry because somebody else put them in the situation in a foreign country with a hostile government maybe being angry at them. These guys might have been fearful for their safety. I don't know whose family was there. So I get them being angry that they were put in this situation. They apparently felt let down by the NBA at first, all of the Nets and all of the Lakers, that they were asked these questions first before the league had an official statement, before Adam Silver spoke publicly about this matter. So I expected some hard feelings here. I also, as much money as all of these guys make, I will leave them the room to be angry because that most of them all had side deals over there to make some extra cash, and some of these guys, those things fell through. Even if they're adding on tens of thousands of dollars to their tens of millions, I'll give them the room to be angry about that too. 
But if the first thing that you're going to say as LeBron well, James that Daryl Morey should shut up is, like you said, it's alarmingly ignorant and hypocritical and stupid. And I cannot believe he said that well, out listen, loud. I mean, uh, we talked about last week, Andrew, uh, you know, um, you know, briefly at times during the course of the show, uh, the NBA handled themselves poorly. Terrible. I mean, they, they handled themselves poorly. I mean, they, they should basically, you know, in, instead of playing the Star, Star Spangled Banner before games, they should uh, play the, the anthem of China. I mean, well, uh, you know, that, <laughs> I mean, it does come a point in time where it's like Adam Silver you know, was so scared and so alarmed about, you know, offending China. And I get there are a lot of American businesses, Apple and everything like that, and they have business relationships with communist China and all that. I get it. I understand it. And I understand the almighty dollar reigns supreme. But if I want to be a guy that that's speaking for human rights, right, and the Hong Kong protests in part are about democratic change, right? I mean, that that is what it's about in part, right? I mean, then the... The the uh, you know the the American flag has been waved at these protests, right? I mean, it's been about change, change for the positive, uh, you know, for people's rights and everything like that. In part, not on whole. In part, if that is the case, and you're LeBron James, I mean, I'd be I'd be a lot easier. I wouldn't love it, but if LeBron James just came out and said, "Listen, I'm a businessman. You know, I've got deals going on with China." You know, I've got a sneaker deal. I make a lot of money. Um, you know, it's good for me. It's good for my brand. It's good for the growth of basketball across the world. You know, uh, you know, chi- you know, China. You know, the 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 Asian population and the Asian community and that part of the world. You know, the the growth is amazing when you look at uh, American basketball. I, bu- you know, for him to go out there and say that, even though I wouldn't love it. I'd respect it a lot more than him to basically say, I don't know anything about the situation. Hold on a second now. Hold on a second now. You've had a week. You mean to tell me when you're getting shuttled around, uh, you know, uh, wear that Lakers jersey over in mainland China last week. You mean to tell me that you did not hop on your uh, on your iPhone or your Samsung or your tablet at some point in time, just the inquisitive nature of a human being, and you did not look into what these protests in Hong Kong were all about? You have no idea, and you haven't taken the time to educate yourself word one about what the hell's going on over there? I find that impossible to believe. You can't go out there and play dumb when you talk about this and then tell me how educated you are about all of other life's great tragedies in this country. Well, see, I, I'll, I'll disagree with you there. I don't, I don't have a problem. Steve cursed a lot of unfortunate things last week before all of this, uh, about all of this. But I thought one of the acceptable things he said was, I don't know enough about the situation between China and Hong Kong. Well, I, I, I think it kind of does. I mean, it really does? I mean, this, is, this specific situation right now about extra, extraditing um, criminals from Hong Kong to China. Correct. Political vi- Violating. Well, I think, well, I thought one person, like the, the main, this began with uh, like a, almost like a domestic incident. Well, some are political prisoners. Right. But I think some of them are just, are straight criminals, right. so to speak. So like th- there's, you can maybe understand where the, the genesis of this particular flashpoint is, but like understanding China versus Hong Kong forever I mean, it's a, a battle. So, uh, like, I, I'm okay with I, I'm okay with somebody going. Listen, I don't, I can't speak because uh, it's not about just having an opinion. It's about putting your opinion out in public. 
and talking about it publicly, officially, I'm okay with them going, listen, I, I'm, not, I, I, I'm not a Rhodes Scholar. I have not studied Asian history. I'm not going to speak to China versus Hong Kong right now. Steve Kerr said that. I'm okay with that. I don't think if you have an opinion on gun control or gay marriage or anything, any other hot-button topics we have in this country, you can have an opinion on certain things and not have, have to have one on everything. Yeah, I don't, but, but, here's but, a, but Andrew, you can't criticize Daryl Morey for speaking out the way he did, like LeBron did last night. But, no, you, you can. I mean, honestly, and, and Daryl Morey is a, a very bright individual. I mean, obviously, who, who voiced his opinion and then you know was blackballed by the NBA because it upset uh, mainland China uh, and the business relationships that they have with them. You know, I'm not telling you you have to know in depth Everything that's going on between you can't have a cursory knowledge. You've had a week here. You can't. You can't have some. You cannot educate yourself in the span of seven days when you're talking and you come out and make the statement that you did last night. If you're LeBron James, she's better than that. Well, so, or certainly, as somebody on a staff, it's better than that. I, I mean, can just give him a couple of bullet the, points the, and throw it out oh, there. Oh my! I mean, my God! I mean, you you play dumb and then you basically you say Daryl Morey's uneducated. How exactly? You tell me in one statement. I don't know anything about what's going on. Right. And then you come out and say, but I can tell you that guy does. But I can tell you, Daryl Morey also doesn't know what's going. Wait, hold on. If I have no idea what's going on, how do I tell you that you have no idea what's going on when you commented on the scenario? If I have no idea what's going on, and you can't say that. That makes that's moronic. That makes no sense. You also need to give me a some proof you can't his answer was because a, a very good follow-up question was just my belief well no, that's not good enough either I agree with you, you. got to tell me well here's you know points a b c and d why he might be wrong or why i see the situation differently you can't just go i think he's wrong it doesn't work that way either but again that's where that it's where I, I i end up back at the beginning of all of this that I was expecting completely robotic, vanilla, bland LeBron. This was as if he was finding out about all of this within the, within an hour, and then he had to answer questions about it. I mean, it was so ham-handed and so you know off on these tangents, and it had no polish to it. It had no organization to it. It had no depth to it. It's almost like he's just been incensed for a week and wouldn't listen to anybody trying to to figure out how they're going to talk out loud about this. And I mean, if this was a commercial, I mean, a, a cartoon or a movie with a high production value budget, I mean, there would have been dollar signs like flashing in his eyes or like a cash register noise going off every time he spoke. Because I mean, that's just what this all boils down to: is that all of these guys are pissed because their cash flow was interrupted by a, well, by a Daryl Morey but tell tweet. Me that. You know what? I'd respect him more. I mean, he actually did. He was the first thing he said at one point. I think it was one of the first answers where he goes, you know, however, a a lot of people were hurt by this. Financially was the first thing he said. He said financially, he said emotionally. Right, spiritually. I mean, who is spiritually damaged by this? spiritually damaged? It was a mess. I'm going to be honest with you. Andrew, the other thing is, I mean, I'm not an NBA player, but... You know, China was not all of a sudden going to do something to LeBron James. I mean, listen, if you or I were over in China, you know, we're walking the streets, you know, we're American. I mean, and, you know, we're, you know, Joe Blow, you know, walking around with the, you know, with the well, with the Jerry West logo on our shirt. You know, we might have an issue. I mean, we, you know, LeBron James 
has got no issue. I mean, he should not be in. Nothing is happening to LeBron James when he is on that trip playing basketball over in China. I mean, he's certainly protected. I mean, he's I mean, never walking down the uh, street. But, but it takes one. No, but I mean, I, mean, so I, I will be overdramatic and you can laugh. But it just, it takes one angry person to do something stupid. I'm not saying that the government's going to barge in and put him in jail if they did with whichever ball was in trouble with UCLA. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying he needs to run to the embassy and lock himself inside on fake U.S. soil in China. But, I mean, people were legitimately angry. And I could see where you, you're, you're not in America and you don't know how things are going to play out. Whether it was I, how valid the fear was, I wouldn't have liked being in that situation in China in the moment of all of that when it had nothing to do with me. Listen, and then LeBron goes on Twitter. So well, This that, is another thing he can't do. I mean, and then he tries to clarify it right. on Twitter. Uh, at about 11 o'clock Eastern time uh, last night. Here we go. Right? Um, let me clear up the confusion. I do not believe there was any consideration for the consequences and ramifications of the tweet. I'm not discussing the substance. Others can talk about that. Hold on a second now. Hold on. I mean, the it, it, you it, you open yourself up to it. You know, you gave me a, a, a moronic statement after a week to think about it in terms of, you know, the, the way you, you basically said, I don't know anything, but Daryl Morey was wrong. And then you send out that tweet? I mean, that's like walking around with a gasoline canister to a fire. I mean, what are you doing if you're LeBron James sending out a tweet? And then he sends out another one. My team in this league just went through a difficult week. Hey, LeBron. I think people need to understand what a tweet or statement can do to others. And I believe nobody stopped and considered what would happen. Could have waited a week to send it. Wait, what? Right, so it would have been okay today. Well, so when when we're out of the country, you could talk about the fact that you're standing up for the people of Hong Kong and the protesters, right? But when we're there... Don't speak out against China because we're over there. Well, and again, that takes us back to the <laughs> the over the overriding point. All of this is if this is such a hot place and such a scary place and such a sketchy what place. What are we playing basketball? Why there are for? we exactly? Why are we there in the first place? If the fear is craziness might happen if we say something negative about this place, maybe we shouldn't be in this place in the first place, and I shouldn't be cashing in because another thing he said. And I, I don't know if it was in the tweets or to the microphones, you know, talking about you know bringing basketball to new places, which is also nonsense because, yeah, okay, we're bringing basketball to a new place and maybe that does help break some things down and bring people together. But when you're going there, you're going there because you see dollar signs. It's well, why the- well, that's it. And that's You're exactly right, Andrew. That's it. And I don't mean to cut you off, but here's the other thing for the NBA, right? And, and for, uh, for Adam Silver – uh, for the athletes, the player, everyone, and, and we all embrace the personalities. It's a huge storyline, talking point during the course of the NBA regular season when we talk about it. You know, the fact is they're they're just like everybody else because the almighty dollar reigns supreme. It does for Adam Silver in the league. You saw him come out with the initial boneheaded statement. Then they tried to clarify it the next day, which created more of a, a PR firestorm when they were over in China. LeBron had a, a week to think about this. I mean, you want to think about a guy that's the face and the voice of the league. It's LeBron James, and he comes out with this nonsense last night and then compounds the problem by hopping on Twitter and sending out a, a couple of lame tweets. Finally, someone told LeBron to go to bed. Um, you know, get off Twitter, get off social media. You've done enough damage. Let's turn the page. Let's get our let's get our rear ends to Tuesday uh, because Monday hasn't exactly worked out all that great for you. But 
The NBA is just like everybody else. They want to talk about bringing and I understand they've done a lot of good. But when it comes to this scenario, when it was going to affect the bottom line, when it was going to affect their pocketbook, when it was going to affect their financial, uh, you know, flow and their uh, financial, you know, money coming in, you know what? They bent over for the China. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. I mean, they can't they can't run from this as quickly as possible. They'd love for time for it to go completely away and for that Daryl Morey tweet to be completely obliterated. That is what the NBA is hoping for because they have no interest, no interest whatsoever in trying to in, in, in upsetting China and in upsetting that financial cash flow, which is troubling. And Moose, I'll be, I'll be honest. I mean, I've. I, I might be among the worldwide leaders, the all-time leaders in defending LeBron. I mean, all all the way back through the decision and everything. I mean, I have, I've always found you myself defended him for the decision. On well, I mean, leaving Cleveland was fine. Oh no, leaving show was stupid. Bite his nails, right? That was stupid. But He's leaving nervous. Cleveland and going to Miami and then always going wherever, going Club, back to Cleveland, those things are the, moving yeah. around is fine. I got you. So, like, I, I'm just I'm personally disappointed this morning and last night because he's compromised himself as an important figure. I mean, everything now, for, the, for at least for the, the foreseeable future, important things he Great might point. say about important subjects, you now have to look at in a, in a different prism. And I just, it, that's, that's disappointing to me. A guy that, you know, has done real things and has opinions on, on important topics that I share. So I'm happy that he, with his platform, has said them out loud. And it might have led to small, medium, or large size change. You know, now he's, in this instance, he's shown the true colors of a lot of people around him that it comes down to money and business. And on top of, you know, he may have been fearful of this and somebody might have been spiritually damaged by all this as well. Spiritually but this, But this ends with guys being pissed about money being affected. And that's um, where Adam Silver went, the league went, and that now individual players. affect me. I'm sure, hey, listen. All of a sudden, I have a $100,000 speaking engagement, show up, sign a couple of autographs. I mean, maybe you were going to give that money to your local uh, praying facility, and uh, now you, you can't. Uh, listen, I, who knows? <laughs> I, uh, you know, You're going to buy new vestments. I don't know. I, you make a, a great point. It's one to throw out there for everyone at 855 the way LeBron addressed the media last night and then hopped on social media, has it changed the way that you look at LeBron James forever? Or at least for the foreseeable future? Uh, because I think for a lot of people, it has. For some, it hasn't. I want to hear from you. 855-212-4227. 855-212-4227. That is your number to call. It's Malusis and Bogish. It's Taz and the Moose. On this Tuesday morning, you know where you're at, CBS Sports Radio. Give Taz and the Moose a call, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line brought to you by Geico. Great news. There's a quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. Malusis and Bogus with you here on this Tuesday morning on CBS Sports Radio. Let's head down to Houston, Texas. It's Chris at CBS Sports Radio. What's going on, Christopher? What's going on, fellas? Good morning. I just happened to put y'all on. I'm headed out going on a fishing trip right now, but uh, I'm nice. right down to Galveston. I'm in Houston, and, uh, you know, I've, I've always had LeBron's back, man. Even when he left uh, Cleveland to go to Miami and stuff, you know, that was his decision. Okay, fine. 
one of the reasons I always admired him was because you never seen him in the news doing anything stupid. He was not like one of these dumbass NBA players that have been in the clubs doing some dumb stuff and whatnot. I was considering a family man. But this stuff, man, I mean, come on, dude. Are you for real? Man, he's standing up for human rights. They're warriors with what I'm talking about. And, and LeBron to come out and act like this, it's, it's really moronic on his part, man. I can't believe he's, he's let me down. He really has let me down because he's starting to show his true colors. It seems like it's all about the, the mighty dollar, you know, or, or the yen or whatever they use in China. You know, it's just, it, it's just not, it's, it's, it's not kosher, man. It's not kosher. It kind of gives it all away, you know, what all these guys are kind of in for, you know. And like you said a while ago, yeah, it ain't nothing going to happen to him over there in China. It probably happened to you or me, but, uh, you know, it, it's, just, it's just disappointing. I'm, not, I'm, I'm you know, where I always have it back. But I, I got a different way of thinking about him now, man. Well, good luck on your fishing trip today, all right, Chris? Thanks, brother. You got Thanks. it. Uh, hopefully uh, you right, catch uh, not much of a fisherman, but whatever you're looking to catch, hopefully you catch uh, bundles and bundles of it. Uh, but anyway, um so I'm not telling you that the China trip was comfortable. I mean, it was uncomfortable seeing everything that was going down, and we're sitting here in in New York City doing a show Monday through Friday from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern time. So I'm sure it was uncomfortable for each and every one of those NBA players, everybody that was representing the NBA, their families, friends, whoever decided to make that trip over there and experience. I'm sure that was completely uncomfortable. Don't disagree with that. Um, what's amazing is that, you know, we can poke fun at the words and, you know, the tone and the language. that we, The fact that they had a week to put this together and you knew you were going to get asked about it and you could have just taken the customary no comment. There would have been, a, you know, a CBS Sports Minute on it. Uh, maybe we would have done five minutes on the show this morning and moved on with our days and said LeBron's got to give you some kind of a comment. But if he gives you nothing, there's nothing to respond to. LeBron gives you something which, Andrew, you give him credit for, and I'll give him credit for saying something. However, I can't believe, as savvy a businessman as he is, that that is what him and his team came up with, that that is the tact and the tone that they wanted to set when they knew they were going to get asked that question. And then to try and clarify it when you have Mark Spears, when you're telling that, that you know, he wasn't, when he was talking about misinformed, he was talking about, Daryl Morey being misinformed in terms of the ramifications of his tweet. And then to go on Twitter and basically say, hammer that point home and said he doesn't want to talk about the substance of it. You guys can talk about that. I'm talking about the ramifications and the distinct impact it had on all of us, him deciding to send that tweet out. But that's not being misinformed. No. No, that's LeBron being misinformed on what misinformed means. Yes, that's not misinformed. That's not what you're talking about. I, again, I don't. I don't need him to be any kind of. Uh, he. I don't need his opinion on China versus Hong Kong. I just like what I said with Steve Kerr last week. What I need them to do is to defend Daryl Morey. Even if you want to take, you know, there's probably room in there for an indirect shot of like, hey, my trip got ruined. But but Daryl Morey is allowed to say what Daryl Morey wants to say because this is America, and I have benefited from that freedom. In the past, and I have spoken out. I have put myself in the crosshairs, so to speak, by saying you know controversial things about controversial topics. So I might not agree with when he did it, or how he did it, or why he did it. But I'm, I, but I, but Daryl Moore and I are our teammates in the overall picture of speaking out for the for the better good. And for LeBron to be angry at Daryl Morey 
As uh, Mike Biseglia, our esteemed producer, and uh, at times, yeah, very competent food delivery person. Correct. Um, pointed me to a Dan Wetzel column at, at Yahoo Sports, um, and Dan pulls a few punches, ripping LeBron like we are this morning. You know, LeBron at one point was told to shut up and dribble, and he said, I will absolutely not do that, and that's basically what he's now told Daryl Morey to do. Right, shut up and GM. Shut up and be a GM. And it's, I, I didn't see that one coming. I really, and, and I knew, I mean, this well, all right. boiled down to money, and it was never, you know, it was never a surprise, Moose. But... Like the the anger and the disappointment from LeBron towards Daryl Morey for doing things that LeBron has done, I just that part I didn't see coming. And listen, sometimes if you want to be outspoken, it's uncomfortable, right? Sometimes if you want to be outspoken and you want to speak up for people that and give more of a voice to them that don't have the power and the influence that you have, it might affect your bottom dollar. But if you believe enough, then you will, and and you're influential enough, and you've done it in the past. And you want to be kind of more than an athlete. You're not going to just shut up and dribble. And someone asks you a question, and then you conveniently pass the buck based on the money that you have coming in and the brand that you've built over in China and over in Asia. You know, and then you want to have, and then you try and clarify it with these lame excuses. That's where you're going to get roundly criticized, and rightfully so. LeBron's going to get ripped here. As you know, when we talked about cars, silver, the NBA. I mean, this has been a complete and utter dumpster fire for the association. They have no idea. You know, when, you know, some of the other issues that have come up, you know, clearly, you know, they're falls on the right and wrong, right? I mean, you're looking at an issue, right? You're, and to me, this is a right and wrong issue. Daryl Morey has a right to say what he said. You might not like it. It might affect your business. It might affect the bottom dollar. It might affect the business relationship you have with China initially. They'll come back. They'll come back. But to now basically have the star of the league, the face of the league, telling one of the general managers, you know, listen, you you were misinformed with a tweet, and then tell me in the same, you know, 30, 40 seconds that you have no idea what the hell's going on with Hong Kong and China. How the hell was Daryl Morey misinformed when you're not informed? And then I'm supposed to take that and run with it? It's crazy, Bogus. And it again, it just it it was not anywhere close to what I thought we were gonna get once the main figures were back here. Um I mean that was that was almost like NBA paid hatchet man. I mean, it was almost like Adam Silver was like, Hey, I you know, someone's gotta be mad at mad at Daryl Morey. Do you wanna you want to do this, LeBron? He's like, yeah, sure. Yeah, right. I hate the Rockets. I mean, I, I, I that's the one I didn't, I didn't see coming, and I, and it's, it's disappointing. And I'm reading tweets now about how you know it's, this is a, um, this is a, a solitary incident, and it's not connected to the other things that LeBron has said or oh, will say in the future. I don't, I don't know how you separate them. Uh, you can't. He, well, that I mean, that is the LeBron apologist. And I know you've been a LeBron supporter. And listen, I love LeBron. I, I'm not going to defend. He had every right to go wherever the hell he wants to go. I mean, the, the stuff that he the, the especially did with Jim Gray was nonsense. It was comically bad. And even him and his team will admit afterward that it was a mistake. But, you know, it's the idea now that now you're going to disconnect this from everything else he's done. Hold on a second. Two weeks ago. Uh, you know, people were giving LeBron James bows and saying LeBron is going to bring down the NCAA. Hold on a second now. And I'm not defending the NCAA in any way, shape, or form, right? I'm really not. But he was at, he was at that presser. 
the pay for play out there in California, and everybody's giving LeBron James, you know, bows and telling him how great he is and look what he's doing. He's trying to bring change. He's thinking about the collegiate athlete. He's, he's doing all these things. And then when it comes to this scenario, I mean, he so he wants to know about everything that's going on with the NCAA in terms of their rules and regulations. Ain't exactly, it's not exactly, you know, easy to understand everything the hell that's going on with the NCAA. So, I mean, you've taken time to know that. Now you had a week to put this together, and you came out with that nonsense last night, and now I'm supposed to say, well, there's a separation between everything. This is one solitary thing. Everything else, that's different. That's stateside. This is international, LeBron. That's not stateside LeBron. Stateside LeBron and international LeBron, obviously two different things. Don't view them the same. No, that's nonsense. Because even you could you could make that argument if this was if he just simply disagreed with Daniel Morey. Now he and his opinion could be wrong. I mean, it could be have the wrong historical context. It could just be we look at things in different ways. He doesn't have to agree with Daryl Morey. My problem, why this affects, not forever and not permanently, but why it affects everything else LeBron's going to talk about that's not that previous night's game or whatever, is because he criticized Daryl Morey for having an opinion on something that is significant, that is important, that is, you know, again, for the better of the, for the, better of the world in theory. Like, that's my problem. That's what you can't disconnect. If he just had a different outlook on these Hong Kong protests, and he was arguing with Daryl Morey's stance on the situation. Yeah. Like, okay, fine. Now, again, I I might not agree with it. He might be wrong in his assessment of the situation, but but that's that's one thing. It's not going Daryl Morey should have been quiet or should have waited a week until it was safe to say something. That's not how this works, and that's what we have defended LeBron against, outsiders telling him, and now he's the guy telling somebody to be quiet. He can't have it both ways. Let's head out to San Antonio. It's Kevin, CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Kevin? Hey, what's going on, man? I've been listening to this this, uh, chaos about LeBron James and stuff. If you're a businessman, you have to listen before. You got to analyze the situation before you say something. Because if you put it out on Twitter, you know, a lot of people are naive. A lot of people are naive and stuff. Same thing in Facebook. You say something, people get offended. But you got to you got to stand up what is right. You got to analyze the situation before you say something. Well, uh, of course. Now there's two different things. LeBron, the businessman, addressed the media last night. Not LeBron, not not the LeBron LeBron seeker of social change. LeBron, the businessman, addressed the media, and okay. for LeBron, the businessman, and I'm being I'm being sarcastic here, um, right. is basically the fact that he did not want to upset, you know, uh, his relationship, business relationship that he has with China, and not just him. I mean, a sneaker deal and everything like that. I mean, you know, and that's fine, but that's that's the message you got last night. China is good for LeBron James, and not just LeBron, for many an NBA athlete. I mean, it is. I mean, it's widely popular. You know, their stars, the Rockets, are the most popular team over in China because they drafted Yao Ming. I mean, so, I mean, the NBA is is widely popular, as it is here in the States. They don't want to affect that money and that cash flow coming in. Mm -hmm. And that's what you got from LeBron. LeBron is too close because he sees it. 
No, he was over there. He witnessed it. Banners coming down. They're bringing out the sander, taking the sponsorships off the hardwood court. I mean, they're doing all these things. LeBron witnessed it. He said, oh, my God. Now, when I get addressed this, I'm going to tow that PC line. Imagine we came on the airways and Bogus and I were having a debate. I was like, Bogus, you're misinformed. You're wrong on that. Any topic, right? Say the you know the 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 Rams are going to come back and they're going to win the NFC West. I'd be like, Bogus, you're misinformed. You're wrong on that. And Bogus was like, Well, how so, Moose? How am I misinformed? <laughs> I'd be like, I don't know. Yeah, but you are. <laughs> but you are. It's confirmed. It's co- <laughs> and it is undebatable. <laughs> Except to move on. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Andrew's got an update. We'll get back to your oh, calls at eight five five two one two four two two seven. Ed Bogus just gave you the number. Uh, take it away, buddy. What's Last going question, on? Last question, please. Exactly. Uh, Moose, the World Series is almost back in our nation's capital for the first time in eighty six years. Swing a line drive right center field. That's a base hit. It's up the gap. It's going to the wall. Rendon scores. Soto scores. Howie Kendrick clears the bases with a two-run double here in the third inning. That's Dave Jagler on Nationals Radio. Kendrick's two-run double capped off a four-run third inning. All of those runs driven in with two outs. Kendrick added two more doubles, one more RBI as Washington cruised to an 8-1 win, a 3-0 series lead on the Cardinals. They have just two runs on 11 hits over three games so far in the NLCS. Steven Strasburg was the problem last night in D.C. Seven innings, one unearned run, seven hits, no walks, 12 punchouts. The three Washington starters have allowed zero earned runs in this series. Patrick Corbin takes his turn tonight with a chance to sweep. Rookie Dakota Hudson takes the mound for the Cardinals. First pitch is 8.05 Eastern. The ALCS gets back on the field first. Game three, Yankee Stadium. After a split in Houston, it's Luis Severino and Garrett Cole on the mound. The Yankees still don't know if Giancarlo Stanton will be available because of a quad injury suffered in game one. Now, this is technically how Monday Night Football at Lambeau ended last night. Here's the snap. Placement made. Kick is up. Wayne Larravee, Packers Radio, I think knocked off the air for a split second there amid the excitement of Mason Crosby's 23-yard field goal as time expired. His Packers stealing a 23-22 victory from the Lions. But here's the problem. Green Bay's final two drives, on which they scored 10 points, aided greatly by debatable hands-to-the-face penalties on D-lineman Trey Flowers. The first one negated a sack on third and 10, and then eventually Aaron Rodgers threw a touchdown pass. The second one let the Packers run all the time off the clock before Crosby's game-ending kick. The Patriots are expected to re-sign veteran tight end Ben Watson. They cut him last week, but then tight end Matt Lacoste and receiver Josh Gordon got hurt in Thursday night's win over the Giants. And Cam Newton reportedly cleared to return from uh, return to practice from his foot injury after this week's bye. The Panthers are 4-0 with Kyle Allen in the game while Newton nursed that foot injury. And congrats to the Chicago Blackhawks. They have their first win of the new NHL season, 3-1 over the Oilers last night. Well, there Bruce, you go. Congratulations. Yes, they can relax in yes. Chicago. Uh, 855-212-4227. LeBron, the theme early. Jim Leland will join Bogus and myself next hour. Talk a little baseball with him. Uh, the former Pirate and Tiger skipper, he'll join us to close out hour number two. But your call's next. It's Taz Moose on a busy Tuesday morning, CBS Sports Radio. 
It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, Player of the Week brought to you by Granger. Let's take a look at the one who got it done this week. It's Steven Strasburg. Strasburg pitched seven strong innings as the Nationals shut down the Cardinals 8-1 in Game 3 of the NLCS Series down in our nation's capital. He struck out 12, gave up just a one unearned run as the Nats moved within one game of a series sweep and a berth in the World Series. Player of the Week was brought to you by Granger. Granger's got your back when it comes to the safety and industrial supplies that keep your facility running. Get what you need when you need it at Granger.com. Let's head out to Richmond, Virginia. It's Chris. It's CBS Sports Radio. What's going on, Chris? What's going on? So I'm not a big LeBron James fan. Um, I respect his game and everything, but I'm not a big fan. But I believe, you know, he lost a lot of respect with people last night just because his God is the dollar. And that's what his spirituality is, is worrying about that dollar. And, uh, you know, he was all for it, supporting, you know, Colin with his saying, believe in something, even though it, uh, you might sacrifice everything. You know, he was a big supporter on that. But now when he has a, a, an issue to affect a lot of people in a country, he, he, you know, like you said, he basically bent over and took it. You know, and I don't, I, I, I just, you know, I just put lost it. a lot of respect for that. Yeah, I mean, Chris, and, and you can understand it. I mean, but you didn't come from a place where, you know, you respected LeBron. You're not the biggest LeBron supporter uh, in the world. Uh, but you respected LeBron James, certainly, uh, for the athlete and, you know, the the position of influence that he was in, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, and and I get that. And, and, and I mean, and that's what's the thing that is kind of so frustrating when you listen to LeBron last night is he is very business savvy, right? And he's talked about the fact of having a post-basketball career. Um, You know, certainly he's there for his sons and his kids and everything like that. And, you know, he talks about wanting to get involved. He, you know, launched the barbershop series and he wants to do different other things, Space Jam 2, all these other different things that he kind of has a feel for, you know, post-playing career uh, as he winds down his playing days as a member of the Los Angeles Lakers. And you get what you got, the dribble that you got last night. And that's exactly what it was. Um, was the you know the guy coming out who is basically sold his soul? I mean that that is what it is. I mean he would have been better served coming out and saying no comment. I mean that's that's really it. The idea to come out with that and to hold Daryl Morey accountable, and I get it was uncomfortable. But here's the other thing, you know LeBron the businessman was affected more so than anybody else because he saw the results, he witnessed it, he was there. Right, Other guys weren't there. Not every NBA player was over in China. So LeBron witnessed the reaction of that country to Daryl Morey's tweet of support of Hong Kong. And LeBron, the businessman, it scared the bejesus out of him. (laughs) That's really what it comes down to. And that's why you got what you got last night. Because he saw it. It wasn't just seeing it on CNN or ESPN or seeing Rachel Nicholson and over there in Shanghai. I mean, it, you know, it, it, he actually witnessed it. And when you have that kind of firsthand experience it, and you see it, and you witness it for yourself, and you're seeing the reaction yourself, and you're living it day in and day out, you are the businessman. It scares the bejesus out of you, and that's what you got last night from LeBron. Well, and, yeah, and even, you know, there's room in all of this for him to be bothered by the trip being, quote-unquote, 
ruined. I mean, there there were things to be done. The The situation around the games was different. They were far from home. I mean, he could be angry that things didn't play out the way they want, that they were supposed to play out, that it was supposed to be this great trip for his team and whatever in the NBA, and it didn't go that way. Like, he can be mad about that. It's, I, I think that would be a valid, a, valid, a valid feeling today. But he then has to couch that by, you know, he can say, this is unfortunate, I'm disappointed, but Daryl Moore is allowed to have his own thoughts and express them the way I have in the past. And because of that, you know, I will always, I'm always going to support that. So yes, I was disappointed. The trip was, you know, didn't work out the way we wanted it to. But more importantly is Daryl Morey's ability to say what he said and tweet what he said. And I'm always going to stand by that. And he was far away from saying something like that last no, night. No, far away. He basically told Daryl Morey to stay in his lane. Right. Or just pause his lane for a week or so. And, but let me ask you this, Andrew. Do you think that would even have mattered? Say if Daryl Morey sent out that tweet now and those guys weren't over there and you get the backlash now from Ch- – and I get it was more because people were there. Don't you think Morey would have gotten backlash from Silver and the NBA for sending out a tweet, even if he sent it a week, week and a half later? Or it had nothing to do with anybody being in that part of the world. I think there would have been some news about it, but it would have been nowhere near what it, what it was. One of your calls at 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. We'll touch upon the Monday Night Affair. Nice comeback victory for the pack out in Lambeau. We'll get into that next. Taz Moose, CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.